This is episode four of the AC podcast. My name is Alex Collins, and my guest today is truly an inspirational woman who I had the absolute pleasure of speaking with, Grace O'Rourke. So just to give you a small bio on Grace before we get stuck into the podcast, Grace was the joint winner of RTE's Ultimate Hell Week and was the first woman in the history of the state to pass the elements of the Irish Rangers selection process. Now her interest to join the army all began back in fourth year of secondary school when she was selected to take part in the Gashka Defence Forces four-day challenge and it was from this moment on her passion to be in the army was ignited. Grace applied for the army three times in between pursuing her sport and exercise science degree in the UK but unfortunately was never successful. Now despite all odds and setbacks, Grace continued to follow her lifelong dream and decided to apply for the Special Forces Ultimate Hell Week on RTE. Grace's ability to push on and bounce back from various setbacks in her life is truly incredible. From being turned down by the Irish Army three times, to nearly handing in her badge in the early stages of Hell Week and then ultimately winning the show and becoming the first woman in history to pass the selection process, displays an otherworldly amount of resilience. Her story is a real-life example of why you should always stay true to yourself and never give up on your dreams. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy my conversation with the amazing Grace O'Rourke. So, Grace O'Rourke, we are now live. An absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Alex. So, Grace was the first female in Ireland to pass the elements of the Special Forces selection process, which has a failure rate of 90%. And you were also the joint winner of the RTE's Hell Week. So, before we get stuck into the podcast, do you mind just explaining to the listeners who may have not gotten the chance to watch the show, what was kind of Hell Week all about and what was, why, why did you decide to apply for it? Well, it was my mom that told me to apply for it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. um, so I remember going into the sitting room uh, one night after just a really shitty day at the office and um, she said, oh, chick, I saw this thing on RTE. It's, um, you know, with the army and fitness and stuff. You know, you're you're into that. Um, you should go for it. So um, for those of you who don't know, I wanted to join the army when I was younger. Um, and I interviewed for it three times, but I never got it. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where my mom was coming from with the whole the army and fitness. Um, so basically it was... Um, a TV show based around the uh, army ranger selection process. So the rangers are just, uh, they're, they're basically the the Irish Secret Service, the Irish like SAS. The elite kind of yeah, defense force. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so they're they're the opening the opening kind of um, uh, scene in in Hell Week is you know the other uh, rangers um, have been kind of you know, behind, behind doors until now, you know, the veil is coming off and you're going to discover and learn what, what the Irish Rangers are all about. So basically it was eight days with these guys and it was, um, the, the, the training takes you through all different kind of fears and phobias and, and, um, really pushes you to your limits physically and mentally. Um, you know, you, it tests, 
heights, your fear of heights, your it will test your stamina, your endurance, um, and oh God, everything really. <laughs> <laughs> it will just yeah. I was reading your blog, and I th- or was it so, an, another interview you did? And it was the first night where you stripped down to to your underwear in the cold and the rain. Yeah. And- so it, it's 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 just it's it's psychological and it's it's full on from. The, the minute you get there and that's 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 what it's about you know it's there's nothing nothing softer nothing gentle it's the fear factor it's the shock um it yeah it's 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 just to get you from the word go um and the rangers actually the rangers agreed the four ds's agreed to do it if the production team completely stood back and stayed out of it so they said that they would do the show on one condition that it is true to what the rangers do none of this you know boot campy style kind of messing about so everything you saw on the tv was completely true to what the rangers are and what they stand for Mm -hmm. and you carried the same weight as well they didn't hold back on on no concessions yeah. yeah and i think you know that's that's which makes your, your winning and success even I think well, because it's you have guys who are 50 60 pounds like yeah here. It's, it's, I think when you're when you're in it though you can't you just you can't you can't yeah. differentiate yourself you are the same as them so how did the first what was the first day like the first night how did it all start the first so yeah we were straight off the bus they actually they held us on the bus for ages I think it was uh, uh, so it got a little bit dark and um, to create a little bit of it you know build up the atmosphere we were straight onto the courtyard um and we were told to empty our bags that we had brought with us and transfer everything that we needed only if a fit into the bag that they gave us um so yeah that was like it was minimal stuff but we'd we'd been given instructions what to bring and um everything else was at your own discretion so i think it was yeah i brought i brought what what I was told um but I also brought newspaper to keep my boots dry to stuff in my boots and I I was like I was like it was it was actually it was Darren and and my mom that kind of suggested it and I was like oh I don't know like it's a good idea but I don't know like I you know I don't want to draw attention to myself so the DS came along and was like newspaper what do you think you're going to be fucking having time to read here I was like oh for fuck's sake I knew I shouldn't have brought it I knew um and then I was like no DS it's to dry my boots and he obviously thought that that was a good enough answer so he walked away because there was two other girls that brought a hairdryer and a hair straighteners well they got milled out of it so I was just like oh that it's just not a good start to draw attention to yourself so I was just like oh my god thank god um so yeah you're stripped you're stripped down and you're like it's just a bit of a shock and it's kind of like yeah you're kind of like is this real you're, you're you know it's la- literally actually sorry it was almost like the production ch- team like pressed rain cue the rain as we were like stripping down and it and it was it was just it was you know you're I don't know what, what when was it March it was cold it was bloody cold and um, there was a breeze it was raining and the guy in front of me I can't remember who it was but his arse cheeks were clattering together oh and I think God, he cold. was freezing <laughs> but like that kind of thing yeah. if you enter if you entertain it I was fine like sorry I wasn't warm but I hadn't reached that level of cold but I think do you know when you're watching something on tv and it's it's 
you're still in the warmth of your own room, but it's cold, you start to feel cold. So I think the mental game started straight away. If I let myself entertain like his level of coldness, I would have felt that cold. So I was like, Grace, don't look at him. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. You're not cold. You're not cold. Do you know? Um, so it's just it's mental from the word go. The word go. And then yeah. you were straight into a... Oh yeah, an eight eight mile hike was it? Eight mile hike. At the eight, so with our full with the full weight, so forty five pounds in the bag, and then you've got your water on top of that, two liters of water, your bar, your eleven pound bar, which is just it's not eleven pounds isn't heavy when you ha- do when you're holding it yeah. across. After you. time, I'm sure it- it's just awkward. It's oh, so awkward. Yeah. So you can't use your arms, so you don't have that kind of momentum and that kind of drive with your arms like you usually would um so that was I think my ego took a bit of a hit on that one um so it was yeah four miles up and four miles back so it was like this you know the same route twice so psychologically you're like fuck it yeah yeah you've you've done it once tortured yourself now you're, you're like I have to do it again um so the way I usually start my races is like I start off kind of like cool calm and collected and and kind of work my way up the pack because usually some people start off way too fast and then I'm like okay I'll see you in a minute buddy but that wasn't the case at all I was like slipping further back and back and back um I forgot to put my belt no I didn't forget I just didn't put my belt on my pants which was stupid because they were they were new pants and they were like quite snug when I put them on so I was like oh these are grand stupid if you're told to put something on if you're told to do it there's a reason so they were slipping down um it was lashing rain the bag I couldn't get on my back properly um I just I didn't I just couldn't hoist it up properly and it wasn't until the second day that I figured out how to so it was just pulling on my shoulders I have no upper body strength and it was just <sighs> torture. grueling start grueling I was like nah was there any moment in the first day you were like what am I this is crazy what or yeah. was there any moments where you maybe thought about giving up or? So I I didn't think I'd have to give up. I thought I was going to uh, snap my hamstring and that then I'd go out oh, with, really with an injury. Off. Yeah. So like I was, I yeah, it was just it, like my legs tied up like I've never, like, like I, no athletic session has ever made me tie up and um, it was tightening and tightening like I could barely lift my foot and um, because it was like it was a big hill that we had to go up and I was like okay Grace like you're kind of not able for this you can't keep up um but don't worry you won't have to quit because your hamstring is going to snap <laughs> but it didn't it didn't it didn't snap good and good, I made good, it over the yes. line with seconds left was it seconds yeah. left right but okay oh yeah sorry. okay yeah and what was your training regime look like like physically and did you do any mental training before this whole started this yeah I did and I probably did a a little bit more mental training than I thought I did since I've been kind of talking about it like people are like oh you did yeah I'm like yeah I did yeah oh I actually did do that yeah like what I kind of realizing so my physical training because I um, train with DSD Dundrum Side Dublin Athletics Club so I, I kept that up um, I wouldn't be competing anymore but I just kind of kept up the, the level of training that I would would do if as if I was going into a competition so um, it would be kind of uh, speed more speed endurance stuff um, do you know if someone, a- if someone asked me if I could 
if I could do, if I could prepare for it again and to do more training, what would I do? And it would probably be more endurance stuff. I definitely didn't do enough endurance and slow endurance stuff. Um, I what was did. the most physically, sorry for cutting you off, what was yeah. the most physically daunting task that you had to take on in that week? Physically daunting. Um, most exhausting. That first night. Wasn't the first yeah, night? Wow. It was the first night. Really straight yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, it was just like it was such a whack to my ego to physically like really? I was just like Jesus Christ uh, yeah just my body had never ever felt any pain like that before and it was just yeah it was it was on a different level do you know physically yeah. and men, meant yeah. to have the boat yeah. both kind of whacked at the same time because I read some of your blogs talk just what you were saying there I read some of your blogs on having your mind and body aligned, which I love, mm-hmm. and running your own race. Can you explain to listeners exactly what you mean by yeah, running your I own race? Yeah, I love that one. Yes. Um, so that's that's my athletics coach, uh, Mr. Jim Kidd. He, I was lucky enough to have two seasons with him. Um, so he uh, coached me for the 400 meter hurdles. And this was in a, a, like a, a um, I'm primarily a high jumper. So this was kind of a, a different event. I've done a little bit of cross country. So I had, I can jump and I've got a little bit of um, endurance in me. Not so much speed, but yeah. Um, so he, his, what he'll say to all his athletes is run your own race. So this, I've brought this with me in life and like you can use it all across the board. Um, and this is basically don't get caught up with the competition and bring what um bring your strengths to the table so like I remember when I was running my first 400 meter race I would get caught up with the girls to the left and the right of me and 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 kind of be like oh my god I know you know she's she's an x y and z runner and you know her training she does this in training and and just completely lose focus on me Um, and like I wouldn't be a very fast starter but I'd be a strong finisher but you know you'd you'd get a lot of kind of sprinters in a 400 meter race as well so when I try to sprint off with them I'd be dead like halfway around I'd be dead but as soon as I stopped doing what they were doing and just focus on what I could do which was a slightly slower start and then use my engine to finish I'd you know, start to do well, I'd start to place. Um, so it's just, it's so, you know, it's such, it's such an easy thing to say to someone, but it's so hard to apply when you go into, you know, in business as well, when you go into a new, um, or like, yeah, in business, when you're, when people are like, oh, you should be putting this amount to your marketing budget or this amount. And you're like, okay, but you need to like focus on how you want to do it and how you should think you should do it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think as well, because in coaching we talk about values and living a true expression of yourself and i think that phrase was kind of it kind of goes hand in hand with with life with life experiences and how how you approach life in general so i'm going to throw this question at you what do you think your core values are in life that makes you make any decision or any kind of subconscious decision to drive forward and do you think any of those values in life possibly were formed from past experiences that made you apply for the hell week let's say for instance core values so i don't know would 
persistence be one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Persistence, yeah. running my own race. Yeah. Yeah. Ambition might be one. Or, I mean, there's, just, yeah, a number. Like, what, what, makes, what makes you tick in life? What do you get? What do you get excited about? Like, it's funny because, like, I really think my competitive streak has died down now. Like, when, when I, you know, you asked me that, if you had asked me that question maybe five years ago when I first had my first business, it was like, I want to be successful. I want to be the, you know, the best at what I do. And now it's, it's just not that anymore at all. It, it's just to, it's ha- just to be happy, yeah. to be content in what I'm doing. What makes you happy? Um, horses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then your last, your dog as well. I oh, my used, dog. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Well, I used to do a lot of horse riding as well. It's great. It's really? Great. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. I used to a bit of eventing. Oh, no way. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. But it's one of those, it's one of those pastimes you need to be, I think you need to be all in or nothing. Yeah, for it sure. It takes so for much sure. time. Yeah. And yeah. 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 It's, it's, um, yeah, it's so time consuming. Yeah. And it really so much is. money you need to spend on oh it. Oh my as God. Well. Yeah. It's a pit. Are yeah. you still doing a bit of horse riding? I'm riding racehorses now. Oh, are you? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, good. So I'm doing that in the morning. So that's, okay. it's, it's handy. You know, you've got, I ha- have my, my little, little, little time for me. And then it's, mm-hmm. it's, um, like that, you know, it's not like eventing where it's, all in kind of thing yeah it's all yeah. in yeah well that's yeah. good so it's yeah. kind of more like yeah it's, it's a lovely little pastime yeah. to have when you can have it it suits myself it's great yeah, yeah it's good <laughs> <laughs> okay so you were talking a little about your mind and body how do you when you were in hell week yeah what were your techniques to align your mind and body so oh yeah so before before i went in i would have done a lot of visualization that i kind of didn't realize I was doing so I was thinking about the scenario or the situation what if I won what if I passed so it was never I never went in with the attitude I'm gonna do this I can do this never with that but how does it feel and I and I think visualization um yeah it's it's they it's called visualization but to it, it, there's a large large piece of it that's emotional and you need and and you need to be able to feel it oh for sure yeah, yeah. we talk a lot about it yeah. in coaching it's yeah. the power of looking into the future yeah creating your future yeah and it's not just it's not just because i think i would have done it a lot in sport you know you, you see yourself jumping over the high jump but it's not just seeing yourself it's like feeling yourself feeling each step feeling what it feels like to go over the bar to clear it feeling what it feels like to to uh you know when if you know your friends and your family are like applauding you and what does that feel like and I think you need to kind of manifest and create that so you know I would have done a lot of that and I would have um prepared myself mentally for as much as I could like I knew there was going to be a a challenge of heights and that's definitely my weakness yeah like I wouldn't be great um oh god that was the worst oh god um yeah well do you know what I was so lucky because I had Ray behind me so Shane was in front Ray was behind Ray was fucking freezing he like his teeth were practically clattering together to see a full-grown man in that state you know I wasn't far off that either but it's just funny to see a man in that state um and then Shane was on on the bridge 
but his fear is also heights. So he was taking a little bit of time to try to come to grips with his fear. And Ray was behind being like, come on, come on, just jump, come on, like we're all freezing. So I was like, Grace, you you got to get up there and just fucking jump. You can't dick around up there. You have a whole team of people that are fucking freezing. So it was a look, I'm going to say it was lucky, the position that I was in, that I, that it kind of pushed me on a little bit, up, jump in, like don't dick around. You seem so. to have this ability to kind of, I think there's a fine line between present in the moment and then this ability to kind of just switch off and separate your thoughts from who you are. There's a great book I read, um, The Untethered Soul, I don't know if you ever read it. And it's about just being able to like separate your emotions and feelings from yourself. I'm so going to you read see that it one. As a third yeah. person. It's a great book. Do you think during Hell Week that you kind of were able to just, even though your mind was just let's say, in, in, in panic situations, were you able to separate yourself from? Yeah, like, well, I don't, would it be separate? I don't know. I was... Or become more in tune with your mind and yeah. body. There's another way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Kind of, so yeah, I but. was the the best version of myself. I was so switched on. I was switched on to everything that was going on in, inside of me. And I was also on, I was also also able to be on alert for the guy beside a guy or girl beside me like you needed to have your shit sorted and you needed to have their make sure that they had their shit sorted like you're I was like yeah like I when I when I finished um I was like driving along in the car with Darren and I just started crying he's like what's wrong with you I was like it was just so good <laughs> I was just really the best possible version yeah. of myself <laughs> that's great but though. you need yeah, yeah you need a certain environment to Get well, I read a stage. I read a book. It's 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 here. It's called Tribe. Actually, I should I should give it to you. It's an amazing book, and it's about this guy who was away at war. And and it talks about when 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 soldiers come back to live with their families that they find it hard to live in reality. Now, okay, now this is different, but that sense of a family, that sense of being together. No, I that get sense that. Of, I I one hundred percent get that. Do you that. get that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's you're so regimented and you're so you get so close it really is it's different it's very different when when I step back into normal it it was you're like I missed it was that those emotions between you that relationship and that bond that you had with your partner because you were he was because you looked at the guy beside you the girl and you're thinking they're going through the same shit as me now so you just had that did you feel yourself that you were in flow state yeah, this yeah, flow yeah. Is, it's when your mind and body and your spirit is all connected. Definitely, definitely. And you're kind of just in this zone. You're kind of like in a hypnotic state more than anything else. Yeah, I do, yeah, I don't like I. If that's what flow is, yeah, I think I think I was in flow. Yeah, <laughs> there's a great book on it. It's it's when your challenges and your your the challenge and your ability is matched. So it's when you're learning, let's say, a new a new skill or a task or you're picking up the rock climbing or guitar like you're kind of in that zone of the challenge is not too big but it's matching your ability so you're kind yeah. of in this state of just going yeah there's great great books on it now and everything it's great but i'd say i would imagine looking at all the episodes yeah that's what you were in you were just so in the zone all the time there was nothing gonna stop you really I and I think there was a point there was a point that I was able to get myself into that it was kind of like 
it was either go into it or, or go out of it. You know, it was it was a very fine line and it was it was day two on the Cura, um, where we, we had to do the scratch 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 training, scratch test. Um and that's crawling through the puddles. Oh gosh, and it was in a freezing cold, wasn't it? Freezing wow. cold, yeah. like five, half five in the morning. Um, and it was when, you know, my ego had already got a hit the night before because like I got, I had, I was, a, so what I thought at the time, it was the last two that were just going to, whoever the last two were, they were going to be cold. But it was actually anybody, I found out after, it was anybody that didn't make it in within the two hours. Um, so either way, I was just like, God, Grace, you're actually, you're not really at the level of these guys. Um, you know, I was so cold, uh, like uh, just, yeah, I've never felt anything like it. And, and then all this negative noise in my head, you know, Grace, the army didn't let you in. And that's probably for a reason, reason you're, you know, you're, you're probably not tough enough for this. And it's just like, I was just, yeah, just the, the, the self doubt was just overwhelming. And then. There was a moment where I was like, right, when the DS walks by me, I'm going to, I'm going to hand, hand over my badge because, or my, um, yeah, my, my armband. Cause you know, if this is, this is what I'm feeling like now, it's only going to get harder. You barely could pass the first night. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Just give up now. But like, there was something in me that just completely flipped that around. As soon as he walked by me, I just, I just couldn't, couldn't hand it over. Really? And I was like, okay, Grace, like I, all, all my coaches voices came to my head, all my hours of training that I put in came to my head. Um, and I was like, okay, Grace, you're going to go three more minutes and you're going to just get through the next three minutes and then you're going to see what, what happens after that. Maybe another three. Did you have any like kind of mantras to your, when you were going through tough times to keep, to keep going? I had the well like with a run your own race because I was like amongst like you know really fit guys and girls yeah 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 so there was like there's all sort of sorts of amazing um athletes there um so there's that then there was uh, my other coach Lucy Moore she I remember one 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 day myself and my friend we skipped training because it was raining we went home and we had ice cream and we got a tongue lashing of a text message from her you will never skip training because it's raining so like that kind of voice came into my head like just kind of man up a little bit um uh different songs I kind of had in my head just kind of happy songs um I had Wim Hof Oh, you did. Yes. Yes. Just breathe. Just breathe. Just breathe. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had. Who else? I guess, you know, my 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 family and that. But I think the biggest driving force for anybody to ever do anything is that intrinsic motivation. Like, you're. Do you want to do it for you? Like, for this is not. You weren't. Hell week. You're not going to get it, get through it if you want to be famous. You're not going to get through it if you want to keep someone happier. It's like that deep rooted internal driving force. And do you think maybe those times when you applied for the defense forces before that, that drive you on even more to, to complete it? Honestly, that, that didn't, 
that didn't come into it. It really didn't. Um, I think my the amount of hours I've put in training as an athlete, that kind of, I was like, Grace, have you, know, have, have you done that for nothing? That kind of came into it. Um, and I do believe that in my resilience has definitely um, increased and, and, and been built on from all my setbacks. Um, so I definitely think all of that has a part to play, but it, it didn't, that didn't come into my mind. I was, I didn't want to do it to prove them wrong or anything like that. Yeah. And how do you think, talking on resilience, I just did a post recently on resilience. Basically, how do you, how do you respond when shit hits the van? And I think a lot of people, so, uh, how do I put this? I, I always love putting myself into uncomfortable situations. I, I think that's the only way to to build resili- resilience and grow. And <clears throat> it's like stepping out of your comfort zone and trying to be co- trying to feel comfortable in uncomfortable situations. So, how do you how do you think you built on your resilience, or what past experiences did you go through that really helped you just push on through the whole week and not physically and mentally? I think the kind of shutting down of my first business that just tore me apart and broke me up. That was one of my life, one of my life's biggest learning lessons ever. Um, it was my baby, um, and I put like savings into it. I put so much time into it, and that, um, unfortunately had to had to get taken down. Um, so that that was a huge thing, and and from that I've. I've learned to be calm, to be patient, to control my emotions. Um, I learned so much from that. So, so much. And I, yeah, like even like going forward into my my next businesses and even in life, I'm just the stuff I just don't care about as much. I don't react to as much. Um, yeah, I think actually that that was such a life lesson. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think it's <clears throat> going through hard times is when you when you grow as a person. Definitely, yeah. And I read I read on your blog, great great blog actually. Thank you. Yes, really love it. Um, and the website is great. Where did you where did you was create dying. the website? Was it? Yeah. <laughs> where yeah. did he do, was it? Yeah. Does, was it WordPress or something? Um, I think it's a WordPress. Yeah, thing. He does. Great. He kind of does all that, so he's yeah, great. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. lovely. Well, fair play to Darren. Well done, Darren. Lovely Thanks, website. Darren. He's the best. <laughs> so. One of the blogs was your methods and how to stay calm in stressful situations. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess, you know, that, that's, that's from my own experiences. Um, and it's, it's, it's something that we all need to try harness a little bit. And I think when you come into, when you come into a new situation, um, it's, it's so hard to apply it you know, to you, you can master it in one situation, but as soon as you come into a, a new situation, a new challenge, it's like it's resetting all over again and trying to, you know, keep that calmness and keep that composure to apply all the elements again. Yeah, yeah, and and you talked about in the methods was being mindful and present. Yeah, that's that's a huge thing, and I and honest honestly, like before Hell Week, being the whole kind of being present and the word being present. I might have said it's a little bit airy fairy, um, but like it's a thing, <laughs> and it's yeah, it's a thing, and it's it's so important. And I think and like that, like it's something that you kind of need to practice. You can't just get into a state of present. You know, you, you have you need you need time, you need focus, you need patience to actually 
and you need present. effort to, to, to be present, conscious enough to know For that sure. you're not being in the present moment. Yeah, exactly. And you can do in any any walks of life or any like me and Grace were walking into town and we've been so busy lately with, with, with our own work and with the podcast and she was doing a lot of studies. And we decided just to put our phones away and not talk about work. And we walked into town and we started playing I spy. We started saying, like, you know, name three things that you can see right now or that's that's green in colour. We started playing a funny game, but it just made us really present in the moment. And you probably noticed a whole load more that you never usually notice. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were looking at the old buildings and it was just it was just really nice because we're just so caught up all the time in our own head and listening to these thoughts and just you just get wrapped up on social media and your phone. You just never are present enough to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I think, um, you know, t- for, for me and Hell Week, you know, being present was having that connection with my mind and my body. Um, so, you know, that was never going to happen if I wasn't present, if I wasn't fully in the moment there and just taking on anything that came at me in that moment. Yeah. And then you were talking about swapping negative talk, negative talks within your head with positive talks. Yeah. So again, that was kind of, you know, going back to what I was saying earlier on, that was, that was that kind of moment where, um, just the, the negative noise was overwhelming, but it was in the same moment that it was like, well, hang on a second, Grace, you know, you didn't, you didn't put, put in all these hours training. You didn't, um, you know, you didn't show up here just to walk away and be like defeated. Like, and it was like having that self-belief as well. Do you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you use Reiki techniques? I don't know where I read that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, I actually, I did a Reiki course, um, there a while ago. Um, like I, I, I went, do you remember in the room where we were standing still? Um, for hours <laughs> it was so this is the final episode this, no and no. um, this was uh, we were in the bedroom and or in the billet sorry in and uh, the bedroom it wasn't that luxurious <laughs> and the five star um in the billets and it was they were calling us out one by one to put us through the pipe and i see i'm not sure how much this came across on tv but we were um yeah so like oh, des the little <laughs> little git he was the first one called out he was only standing there for like 10 minutes um yeah. i think i was like third or fourth last and um, we i was standing for almost two hours um and it was when i was standing there that i was like oh, i'll do a little bit of reiki on myself sure <laughs> what else would you be doing um so i've actually i did i've done a course i did a weekend course and um so it's just like i'll put it to use what what to explain a little i know a little bit about reiki but it's more it's like energy it's energy isn't it more energy healing yeah. yeah so i actually did it for animal reiki that's why i did it you um, love animals i, I, I love animals yeah, yeah. yeah i love my dog where are these goats you have goats as well i saw you no oh yeah so my friend <laughs> fiona has goats and i um go i teach a pilates class near her every monday so i stop into her for um some tea before the pilates class yeah and they're my monday mates i love them so much they're so cute (laughs) i was looking at your stories every time there's some animal there so that's brilliant yeah gladys and gilbert they're so cute they're miniature goats um but what was i saying there the oh yes the it's like it's just it's just healing basically and you can do it on yourself you can do it on other people and it's 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 yeah an energy healing Mm -hmm. yeah no it's cool and it's it's getting bigger as well i see a lot of people doing it around the wellness area 
Um, so I wanted to ask you a question on what do you think your key skills were that ultimately led you to winning Hell Week? I guess my mental strength. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's a skill? Yeah, absolutely. Probably the, the strongest <laughs> skill ever. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely my mental strength and my ability to stay composed. So I think, you know, com- composure allows a lot to happen. It allows you to focus, to to stay calm, to to yeah, to to really be present. Yeah, to stay in the present moment. Yeah. yeah. And I think that keeping that kind of, you know, coolness and, and staying composed, that's, 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 yeah, definitely. Like if you, if you're in any state of panic, worry, um, or anything like that, you just, it, it, it everything kind of goes out the window. I wanted to talk now about the last episode. Was it, it just looked absolutely insane. And it, it was, it was nearly, it was nearly tough to watch. Do you think? I, yeah, it was like, how long were you in there? Eight hours? Eight hours, yeah. So I think it was like, yeah, we got the whole kind of um, capturing that. I think that was about 14 hours. So like by, from, this is including like the time we got pulled off the mountain, um, we put in the van, drove around. All of it was, and including the eight hours was, um, wow. what, yeah, it was, four, was that whole thing was 14. But the actual being in, in that room, um, was eight hours. How did you stay present? Because you you must have had to stay in present. I think I micronapped. Did you? <laughs> I must have. Grace, you're just so chilled out. It's like <laughs> oh, it's fine. I'll just go for a little nap here. No, well, like I don't, That's I don't know. Funny. Like I, I do you know? Like you just, I don't know. I'd say. Well, I you was probably deaf. did, Mike, because you were so like one of the guys started hallucinating. Yeah, it? yeah, and he was like, <sighs> I, yeah, he was seeing a hole. He was seeing. <gasps> Yeah, he was just like, no, enough's enough. And, you know, you know, I don't know how much more I would have been able. You you don't really know. Like, I definitely was delirious. I definitely, definitely. So how much more was I going to be able to take before I started hallucinating? Wow. Yeah, so. And how was, how was. Dez. How was Dez on that? Yeah, I think he was, he was, I don't know if he'd say he was delirious. I don't know. Um, I find it really hard to answer the questions. Really? Yeah. So we had our story, our cover story, mm-hmm. um, and we had to keep that going basically as, for as long as you can um, until uh, until you you so until one of the one of your other teammates kind of cracks or you, you you basically in in a real life situation you keep the cover story going for as long as you can so that you're giving yourself time for someone to come in and rescue you and then when they start to get when the interrogator starts to get you know a sniff of this is not the truth then you have to slowly give them the truth otherwise you're useless to them right oh, so you have to time it then in, in a situation you have to time it but you have to time it with with everybody else you can't you don't want to slip too much if they're not slipping you don't want to not slip if they have slipped some story and it's a complete head fuck so and as well you don't know who's left we we didn't know who was left so i was convinced when i was sitting on the chair with des i was convinced ray and mark were behind us and they were going to start playing us off each other so like it's a real it's such a head flock and you're so tired are like, you food deprived yeah you are deprived food, of the food, food deprived food deprived sleep deprived um they keep you a teeny tiny bit hydrated so there was a little sips of water coming in cups 
um, you're useless if you're dehydrated, you know. Um, the hunger, your past, do you know your past hunger? It's not something that I was thinking about. I was thinking about bed though. I was so tired. And like trying to function, trying to tell that story while being tired. Like, yeah, I'd, I don't function well without sleep. Yeah. And you know, we, we weren't hangry. God, I know some people just can't function without food at all. Well, maybe, like maybe yeah. I what You're just, I don't, you don't, like I know I was watching myself back and my eyes were like, it's wired, like it was like, I was high or something. It's just like <laughs> wired. And yeah, you're just, you're, I don't know, your adrenaline and everything. You're just trying to keep yourself going, trying to keep the story going. Not, you don't want to crack too soon, you know, because you might get your, buddy in trouble or, and like yeah it's just a head fuck and then were they psychologists in at the mm. end uh, questioning you um like what was going through your mind there was it very like was there a part of you were like okay i know i'm in a sh- like i know i'm they're not real like so I, but did was there any point you were like i'm actually getting really confused here maybe i need to no not like i didn't think that it was like no my whole thing was just all that was going on in my head was the cover story and trying to trying to do that right. I really wanted to do that right. I got that far. I really wanted to do it right and just try to be clear and coherent. And like the whole the whole thing was a test for your mind and your body, really. So I was just like I wanted to see, you know, and I, I definitely did have a my I knew the maximum amount of time it could be. So, as in you had to you had to give it you had I to knew, give your I, full story then yeah but I know sorry but I knew I knew we weren't going to be there any longer than 10 days okay okay so right. that that was in my head were there any was there any guys there that were tougher than the rest as in the the instructor what not the guys the DS's the, DS's sorry yes the DS's um the main guy he seemed like a tough guy Ray yeah, Ray. I love Ray. Yeah, he seems like yeah, he's quite so they're charismatic in his own way. Yeah. Um Mr. Empathetic is what I called him. Like he has that empathy in him. Um but he's like, yeah, don't don't like just don't fuck around at the same and they're and they're all well, sorry, they're some are a bit more kind of like hot headed if you like. There's there's no kind of empathy. They're just ah, you you know, like like straight in, um. But Ray Ray is like he's like fair. I feel. Yeah, he seems kind of like the toughest, but the fairest out yeah. of them all. Yeah, yeah. When I was watching it. Yeah, yeah he it's just. Great. When is the next one? There's another one coming now in November. Very soon. Yeah, yeah. So they're going. They're going. Uh, they're filming soon, and they. I don't know when they'll air it. So what was the application process like, just to apply for it? um so it was an application um you know where where have you shown mental strength what what do you do physically um all those kind of questions then once you got through that you had a phone interview once you got through that then the fitness then a psych a, a call from the psychologist and then yeah that was it was there a physical there was a physical test was there as well Oh yeah, phys- yeah, physical, physical fitness, yeah. fitness test, yeah. A fitness test, yeah. Okay, and so people applying now. Well, actually, it's too late now to apply. Isn't too it? late now, yeah. Okay, right. Season yeah. three. I'd love to apply. I think I'm going to apply. Apply. You should apply. I will apply. Apply. I'll, I'll go for it. Okay, good. <laughs> 
So it's Mental Health Week next week. Yeah. You know, international, I think it's International Mental Health Day on Wednesday. So when you're feeling stressed, because you have an amazing mindset, how do you turn off? What, what does your day look like if you need to just switch off and kind of come back to presence, come back to what do you do in your days off? When or I, do you have a day off? When it I'm not, like you're full on. <laughs> no, Sunday, definitely Sunday would be, I'd, I'd try, you know, make a conscious effort not to do anything on a Sunday. Um, yeah, brunch and walk the dogs in a okay. forest. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Just getting out into nature. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I had, I had a podcast with Leo. I think, did you listen to it? Leo Ryan, yeah. Yes. The yeah. breathing guy. Yeah. Yeah, and he was talking about earthing and getting out in nature. And I actually feel like it's such an important aspect because I living here in a city, I I never get enough. But would you? You wouldn't be able. You wouldn't get a chance to go for a walk. Well, Phoenix Park is just yeah. there. Yeah, so we try and get to Phoenix Park as much as we can. But I think it's just so important for your mental health. It really it's just is. to be around trees. And yeah, just to be around nature. Just calmness. I find like the energy of a city is quite. Uh, do you know? Even if you are kind of trying to switch off, the energy of the city mm-hmm. doesn't really allow your no just to calm down yeah whereas you i like i I really i as soon as i drive out to wicklow i actually physically feel myself like just Just like relax yeah Yeah. it's just a little bit calmer it's a it's not as fast oh it's beautiful wicklow's beautiful part of the country yeah at lendlock and it's it's just gorgeous gorgeous yeah it's very nice it's very nice so talking about mental health then week or mental health week next week what tips would you give on somebody going through a hard time, mentally or physically? What are your kind of yeah. what methods? What so, methods do you have, or what tips do you have? It's it's a method for when when you're facing a challenge, basically, and um, it's steps involved and in how to kind of take it on. And it's something I discovered from doing doing Hell Week, and it's you know there's bits of it that I've probably been doing my whole life um kind of the more the more I talked about it you know with Darren and he he was like you know I was like oh I do this I just but I but I always do this and he was like well you need to you need to write that down because I don't think he was like I don't think everybody does that I don't think that's you know um so there's it's basically your your preparation um kind of mental prep physical prep and visualization then there's your approach um you know what's your attitude like then there is your sorry your um reaction is first and then your approach and then you've got your resolve so yeah your reaction is what is your reaction your approach is your attitude and then your resolve is kind of how you continue going throughout the challenge um so there's different elements in all of them kind of broken down um and then the um I, I, i'm yeah, it's, it's on. No, not the whole lot is not on the website. I'll show you. Um, but the resolve is kind of that's where the kind of psychology kind of comes into it. Okay, quite a lot. Because we talk about in coaching about you can either how you react or respond, and yeah, basically, I don't know if you read a book or or heard about it. It's the emotional mind on like the monkey mind, the chimp paradox. So basically, sometimes when we react or respond, we kind of react out of out of emotion flight yeah fight or flight we don't just come present in the moment and consciously think we just kind of when you're in an argument let's say you can react to something 
But then when you re- respond, you can you kind of just catch it in the moment before your monkey mind takes over and your emotions dive in and you get oh, angry. Oh, I have heard the monkey mind, yeah. Yeah, it's a great book. It's a great book. So basically it just kind of teaches you to, let's say if somebody cuts you off in front of a car and you get, sometimes people can get really mad and just, it can destroy their whole day. And then they can take a person personally. Yeah. 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 So, and I think it's, I've learned actually only, I used to take everything personally. I think it was my ego. And then, yeah, I just kind of learned not to take anything personally because it's just, it's like, there's a great quote, quote, it's like drinking poison, expecting the other person to die. But yeah, just not reacting to things personally. I think yeah, it's so I powerful. Think, yeah, because yeah. I think when, if you react to words and what people say to you, then you, you kind of lose in life because then you can react to anything. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, not, it's not taking it personally because that person probably has something going on with their life and yeah. that's why they're behaving like that. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, when I see angry people, and I was on the bus the other day, um, coming back from the airport, and some guy was like, yeah, do you mind moving there? I want to put them in suitcase, you know? And I was, usually I would have been like, ah, fuck you, dude. <laughs> you know, or I would have said something or responded or said something back. But I'm like, ah, do you know what? Maybe he's just really angry in himself. Maybe he's had a bad day. Maybe maybe he's not happy in himself, and he likes to take take his take his anger out. On, on and that's, that's like, sad, sad for him. You know, that's his... That's it, yeah. His yeah. issue, not yours. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important to not react. And I think when other people as well, when they're slagging off people or they're being mean, I think when people are being mean, I think they're personally being, they're actually personally being kind of mean to themselves, you know? They're, yeah, there's you know, some internal kind of hate or something. There's yeah. internal hate, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think it's so important as in mental health. We got, in my last podcast, we spoke uh, spoke around a few topics around different areas of mental health. And I think it's so good that we're talking about these things and, and expressing it because it's such a it's such a big thing in Ireland that it's coming around. People are coming around to it. And yeah, so there's any moments in your life where you maybe were down or I suppose when maybe you were talking about your businesses, but. Yeah, definitely. I think, but you have to, well, for me, I always think someone has it far worse. And I think it's appreciating what you have is so important. Um, Gratitude is so powerful. Yeah, so powerful. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, you're, there's all, you're always going to want more. Oh, God, if we had, you know, if that was a bit bigger, or if, you know, there's always that, you know, want to have a little bit more but I think it's really important to be present and appreciate what you have now absolutely 100% 100% so Grace are you offering any courses now at the moment or um, so at the moment I am diving into talks and um, so I'm doing quite a bit of public speaking corporate um, and a few events as well okay so that's kind of... Are you taking on any clients for like mindset coaching or... Um, yeah, like I have one or one or two at the moment. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely an area that I'm stepping into. Okay, perfect. Grace, it was a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for Absolutely having me, Alex. Absolutely brilliant. Um, thanks for coming in this rainy day as well. God, I hope this weather's going to clear up a little bit. I know, bit. right? I need to go for uh, a walk in the forest now. <laughs> yeah, no, probably not in that rain, but yeah. Okay, right, look, thanks very much. And guys, thanks for listening and we'll be in touch. Thank you. Thanks, Grace. Thanks, Alex. Thank you.